How often will my RIA receive a regulatory exam? That is today's question on the Transition to RIA video series. It is question number eight. Okay, today's question is how often will my RIA receive a regulatory exam? Now, uh, I've made a lot of videos, uh, uh, certainly more videos to come, and, and a lot of that I talk about the benefits and, and the, the, the positives of the RIA, and I think it is fair to make sure, yes, there are a lot of positives, there are a lot of benefits, but there is responsibilities as well that come with it, and so one of those responsibilities, to be fair, we should cover both sides, um, is, okay, as your own RIA regulated by either the SEC or state, your RIA will be examined by those regulators or the respective regulator. And so today's video, and we'll, we'll talk uh, in different videos about you know, what to expect during that process, uh, perhaps, or how you can get ready for that process. Um, but today's video, I just wanted to quickly touch on you know, how often can you expect uh, that uh, process to happen. So that's, that's what we're gonna talk about here. Um, and, and I'd preface it by saying, keep in mind, literally thousands of RIAs, not, not just advisors, RIAs, which and then within each of those RIAs usually has multiple advisors so you can do the math, have, have come before you, have already started their own RIA and have uh, gone through this process kind of on a, on a routine basis on um, you know, going through exams. So do, do not be scared off by this. It is, it is worth being aware of what the process is and, and what to expect. So again, that, that's what we're gonna touch on here. Um, so again, if you have an, your own RA, yes, you will be examined again, either by the SEC or by the state. And that depends on who your regulator is. Now I did a video on this already. Uh, so, so go back and take a look there uh, of, depends primarily on your asset size and some other nuances. Uh, so it's worth watching that video of, of, of whether you're SEC or state. So, so for, for argument's sake, we'll, we'll say you're SEC. So the question is, well, how, how often is the SEC going to, to come and examine my firm? And, and, and I'll touch on the state part as well. Uh, so two, two main parts to that. It is very likely in your first year of existence that you will get an exam in that first year. Now, this is not the regulators trying to make your life difficult or anything like that, but the thought is, right, this is a, a partnership between the RA and the regulators to say, hey, let's, let's make sure you're off to a good start here. We, we, we hope you've, you've done all your homework on the front end, uh, you've got steps in place, you've got policies and procedures in place, but hey, before we go too far down a path, and maybe the wrong path, Let's take a look, let's work together uh, just to make sure you're off, off to a good start. And so that, that first one is, is really in a partnership of, of let's just make sure you know, you're, you're set up and ready to go. And, and, and yeah, they probably will find things because some of this is gonna be new to you, but, but certainly they understand, hey, this is within that first year, uh, you, you have the bulk of it done, you're, you're, go, you're, you're going through the motions, you're going through the steps, but, but hey, maybe, maybe these three things you're, you're not realizing, so let's, Let's get those three things on track now while, while you're still in that first year then and kind of on, on an ongoing basis. So again, typically you could expect to receive, there's no guarantee of it, uh, but typically you could expect to receive uh, an exam in that first year. Uh, and then on an ongoing basis, uh, this, this really varies between um, you know, the SEC and the states. And there's some variables which I'll talk about which might kind of dictate it, but 
But generally speaking, right now, and I, I saw a stat the other day that the uh, SEC was reporting, I think it was 17% of, of RIAs, uh, SEC registered RIAs, uh, were examined in the past year, uh, the last time they released that information that I saw. And so that, that equates to roughly every five years as an RIA, if you SEC, if, if they're only doing roughly 17, so you kind of round that up to 20, that, that means roughly you're getting that exam every, every five years. So it's, it's not an annual exercise generally by any means. Um, and then as far as if you're state registered, uh, that's all over the board as well. I mean, each state can be different. Some states just literally have much more capacity on their regulatory team to, to get out more frequently and, and others perhaps have, have less capacity. And, uh, you know, I've, I've heard of RAs going, going certainly much longer than five years between exams. And, and sometimes it's less than that, but you can kind of think somewhere in that range that, you know, I typically say four to seven years, uh, you know, if you're SEC or state is, is probably the frequency of, of how often you'd, you'd be examined. Um, now, a big variable to put into that is also the complexity and the risk level of your firm. And so, uh, you know, if you were in charge of the regulation or uh, the examination process, it, it would behoove you with limited resources to try to, you know, effectively score the RIAs that you have to oversee. And, and certainly if some uh, potentially of, are higher risk than, than others, maybe, maybe you do those more frequently than, than the lower risk ones. And, and there could be a host of different variables that drive that. I mean, uh, a billion dollar RIA clearly has a lot more on the line than a, than a $50 million RIA. And so the regulators might say, okay, all else being equal, uh, we will probably do the billion dollar RA more frequently than the $50 million one. Um, other variables could be the kind of products you, you, you offer with clients or the services you provide, or do you have a, you know, kind of a hedge fund on the side and, and that kind of adds some risk. And so there's, there's no perfect formula for it. Again, that give or take range of four to seven years, but again, depends on that risk level and, and how, how you're kind of profiled as an RIA. It, it could be more frequently or, or, or it could be uh, less frequently as well. Uh, so a couple of couple of tips on how to manage this process and to not not be intimidated, not be, not be worried about it. Um, number one, uh, I've, and I'm going to do a whole bunch of videos. You'll hear me say over and over again, talking about compliance consultants. That's just part of having an RIA is working with these compliance consultants. And so this is one of the main things compliance consultants do. You you don't just hire a compliance consultant to help you set up your RIA, which which is part of the process. You then pay them an ongoing basis. To, to make sure you're, you're following rules, to being uh, aware of changes to rules that are out there and, and being ready for that exam when it happens. And so, you know, they will help you make sure you're, you're ready to go whenever that, that regulatory exam does come up. And uh, to further test it, the, the second tip is a lot of these uh, compliance consultant firms will, will do a mock audit of your RIA, which the idea is they come in they have uh, the wherewithal of, because they are helping, you know, hundreds of other RAs go through exams. So they know what the regulators are currently asking about and digging into and, and wanting to, to really uh, file through to learn more about. And so they'll come in and basically try to replicate that process with your RIA and, and, and say, okay, let's go through a dry run with, with just us, the RA and the compliance consultant. And let's, let's do a dry run and see, see how we do here. And, and if, and if we can get that polished up, then, then we should feel comfortable to, 
the day the, the regulator comes in as well. So again, a, a mock audit is a pretty typical thing used. Um, the third tip is uh, even though you're using a compliance consultant firm, which I, which I encourage all advisors to use, you are still going to want at least one person in, in the RIA to, to kind of be the lead on compliance matters. Te technically, you have to name a chief compliance officer, even if they're essentially kind of outsourcing most of that work to the, the compliance consultant. But you really want someone, you know, a little more well-versed. So when that, when that exam comes up, you, you're, you're organized, you, you kind of know who's going to take the lead on, on working with the consultant to walk through the examination with the regulator. So, you know, get ahead of that, you know, decide amongst yourselves who, who's going to kind of have that, who on the team is going to be the, the lead on that and, and be prepared for it. Um, and then last, and, and you're, you're, I'm sure you're doing this anyways, but the reason you shouldn't get uh, intimidated by this is just as long as you're doing what's best for the client, you, you shouldn't fear an exam. The regulators are not there just to make your life difficult or miserable or anything like that. They, their, their ultimate goal is to make sure clients are not being harmed. So as long as that's your guide and light and let's do what's best for the clients, that's going to go a long way. Now, now yes, in an exam, they might, they might find some clerical oversight you, you haven't done that, oh, you, you should have uh, because you, you offered this service, it should have been noted in paragraph three of the ADV part two. And, and so, but you noted it in a different section. So let's fix that. You know, that, 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 that sort of stuff will happen and you'll go through it. But again, the regulators are going to have more sympathy for something like that, as opposed to if they feel you've genuinely harmed the client. So as long as your guide and light is always do what's best for clients, generally everything else will fall in place and you, you generally don't have a lot to fear from this process, especially when you're using a compliance consultant to keep you on track with all of this. Uh, so bottom line, exams will happen. Uh, they won't happen annually, generally, unless, unless the world changes, but historically it has not been an, an annual exercise. Again, you might have it the first year, you might have it every, call it four to seven years after that. Some, some of you might have it less, some of you might have it more. Uh, but it is a process. It's just part of running the business and, and there's, a, there's a way to, to manage it, like I talked about. Um, and on a future video, like I said, I'll, I'll do a whole video on what to expect when that day comes and the examiners notify you, we are going to examine you. I'll, I'll do a video on what that process looks like and, and what to expect. And it's, it's not just a one day thing. It's a, it's a, it's a multi week usually process, not necessarily week on site in your office, but, but I'll, I'll walk you through that to the degree you want to kind of just know what, what you're going to expect there. Uh, so again, uh, to recap, you'll have an exam up front uh, and then you'll have it at some kind of periodic basis over the years as well. So with that, uh, like I said, my name is Brad Wales and I'm with Transition to RIA, where I try to help advisors just like you understand everything there is to know about why and how to transition to the RIA model. So that's everything from uh, what, are the, what are the benefits, uh, what are the, how do the economics work? How might this look for your individual circumstances specifically? I have that conversation all day long with advisors and, and I'd love to help you with that as well. How would my practice look if I were to transition? And then if that looked like a good thing to do, what are the steps with actually transitioning to that model? Uh, so if you're not already there, head on over to transitiontoria.com and you can see plenty more videos I've made. I have white papers and I encourage you to jump right up at the top of the contact link. 
Uh, you can easily and instantly schedule a specific date and time uh, to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me. And we can begin this kind of dialogue to say, hey, what, what does your practice look like? And what would it look like as an RA? And what might that mean to you? Uh, I'd be happy to have that conversation with you. Uh, so with that, I hope you found today's video helpful. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one.